Hey Trey, this is Maria Fleming. I am from Wilmington, Delaware. I have a quick question for you. If you had to start all over again and knew no one, what is the first thing you would do to grow a direct marketing business from scratch? Um, to learn more about my business or follow me, please go to Facebook and look for me under Maria Fleming. Thanks a lot. We aren't like other MLMers who have to beg, bug, and chase friends to join a business. And we aren't desperate enough to turn our newsfeed into a billboard just to make a quick buck. In this podcast, you're going to see how real marketers like you and I build a profitable business inside MLM without all the fake it till you make it bullshit. My name is Trey Bear, and you're listening to MLM Misfits Podcast. What's up, my beautiful people? It's Trey Bear here, and I am so damn excited to talk to you once again today. God damn, it's a great day. And by the way, shout out to Maria, because she went to TreyBear.com, and at the very top, there's this thing that is called a navigational bar, and she clicked on podcast, and then scrolled down, clicked on a button that says, here, record your question, and it'll go directly to Trey. And so if you guys didn't know that feature is there, rip up your questions, man. But Maria, thank you so much for um, for popping the cherry on this bad boy. All right. So let's go. Let's get right into your question. If I had to start all over again, uh, what's the first thing I would do to grow a direct marketing business from scratch? So I would give you three different steps before I give them to you. Let me give you a story. So. Back, uh, I was two years into network marketing. I was having some success. I was actually going through the suck. And man, if you're new in network marketing, you got to go through the suck. There's no way that you can, you know, go over the suck. Like, no, I'm just going to over jump over this thing. No, you've got to go through the shittiest parts of looking like a douchebag, being kind of salesy, all of it, like just not being good at your thing. But willing to get better and willing to be okay with with sucking as long as you are dedicated to go through with it regardless and despite, okay? But most people aren't. You are. All right. So there I am, two years into there. I'm going through the suck. I've got my like page. I turned it over to that effing guy. Don't even get me into that story. But I changed my like page on Facebook to that effing guy. But in the meantime, I was making these really good videos and I had a bunch of people asking me like, how did you edit those videos? And I would spend a bunch of time answering them and kind of like showing them and every time they had a question, answering it for them and helping them just because I really loved editing videos. But I heard a mentor say like, look, if you got a bunch of people asking you questions about something that you're really good at, turn it into a little mini course, have them buy it. And so I did, right? I, I That was the birth of me wanting to, to teach people whatever they wanted to learn, right? And that's why I fell in love with teaching. So I created my course. I, I sold it for $97 and I made it look really nice professional. It was so cool. Um, I was so proud of it. And I remember just before I was about to launch it, I reached out to compliance. I was with a network marketing company. I reached out to them. And I was like, I wonder I wonder if this is against compliance to, to do this. And I was like, probably not. As long as I don't like solicit the company reps and be like, yo, you should buy this, then there should be no problem with that whatsoever. So I reached out to them expecting a, no, you're all good. Don't worry about it. And they came back with like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why can't I? I was like, I don't mention anything about the company or anything like that. Like I don't at all. Like why not? 
And they said, well, because um, it's against compliance. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. Where? Can you show me where? And um, I remember just some garbage shit that I didn't I didn't want to really mess with compliance because I was still kind of new and young. And um, But I remember I said, well, if I post it on that effing guy and talk about it over there, there should be no problem with that. And they said, nope, we actually own that effing guy page. I was like, what? What are you talking about? You don't own my like page. I don't know what you don't. And like, yeah, no, actually, you can't do it, Trey. Sorry. And I remember how mad I was because essentially the only way I can make money online is through that network marketing company. And I was so pissed off. Um, and so I don't say that to like bag on the company. Actually, I'm very grateful for the company uh, big time. But I think some things should be changing for that company. And if, if you're aligned with something that's like, no, you can only make money online with this company, uh, even if it's, I mean, I'm not talking about joining another network marketing company, guys. I'm talking about creating something that you make, you know what I mean? And so I remember telling them, like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna get be recognized on stage to get prizes and stuff coming up at conventions. So when I do, when I do get that elite prize that only like 200 people out of 500,000 people got, um... I'm going to need you to announce me as that effing guy since you own that page. And <laughs> that's me. And uh, they didn't. But regardless, it wasn't too long after that that I said, all right, peace out. And But what was so important, you guys, was the lesson. Yes, it sucked. But the lesson out of it was what I needed and what you need to hear today. You need to understand that you don't own your, you don't own your, your downline. You don't own your business. It is not your business. Any business that can get taken away from you, Without any explanation whatsoever, that's not a business. Okay, you don't have any say in the product. You don't have any say in the compensation plan or what new products are coming down the pipeline. None of that. It's not your business. You are an independent rep for a business. Okay, so it's very important that you use these three steps that I'm going to give you to build a long-term, profitable, sustainable business. If something were to happen, you would still be good. That's what I'm going to teach you guys today, all right? And so this is how I would build. If I had to start over from scratch, step one, I would do my research. I want to see, does it hit the criteria? You know, Am I going to get paid off of just recruiting or am I going to get paid off of customer sales as well? Because I've seen a lopsided comp plan before where it was heavy on the old recruiting side and not very much payout on the customer side. And that's a red flag, people's. Um, and so that's something that I would look for is, is, is there an equal pay scale? What, like, how do you get paid? Like, how am I going to make money is the first thing I'm looking at. Number two, uh, what's the company history? And this is something that we can debate if you want, but I'm so stubborn in my answer that I'm, you can't change me because I've been on both sides of the fence with this. Is it a ground, ground floor opportunity or is it a strong base with a shitload of money? They've been in the, been in the game for years. I've been on both sides. With Strong, you have flexibility. You have things that you can do. There's like the events are insane. Like it's so much fun. Ground floor, things are brand new. Uh, there's a lot of risk, you guys. Like so much risk. Uh, most companies don't make it through the first three to four years of their business without failing completely. I think it's like 90% of companies fail. And uh, if you were to ask me to join a ground, ground floor opportunity, I would say absolutely not. It's not worth it to me because I've done one of those before. It's very, very shaky. And so 
Uh, but I do, I will agree with you that some people are like, I don't mind shaky. I like risk because there's really good payout. If that's what you're about, do it, rock it out. I'm just saying, saying me personally. Number three, what's the background of the owners? Do they have um, any experience in, in business whatsoever at all? Anything with network marketing? Have they been to jail? Those are the things I'm going to look at when it comes to the owners. Number four is the product, obviously. And this is one of the things that's like most important to me is do they, does the product sell like hotcakes? Because a lot of people think that you got to be passionate about your product. You absolutely do not, in my opinion. You should have something that sells like crazy and solves your target market's problem. What do they need? You know, like, I love waffles. Doesn't mean I'm going to get into a waffle MLM, right? I <laughs> That's a good analogy. You know, I want to get something that there's actually a demand for it. Because if there's no demand, there's no money coming in. And I don't know if you know this, but businesses revolve around money coming in. So you need to have a product that sells. And it doesn't matter to me if you're passionate about it or not. Um, it helps if you're passionate about it, but it's not necessary. It's not required. Okay. Number two, the the so I've done my research. I figured out, okay, this is going to be the product. This is going to be the company that I'm aligning myself with. The next thing that I would do, uh, Maria, is I would actually, I would like, okay, what's the problem that's being solved? All right, let's say I'm in weight loss. Let's say I'm selling DVDs. All right, Maria. So I'm selling DVDs. That's weight loss. Um, what I'm going to look for next is um, the customer, my customer and dream team. Okay. Like, and this is something that people skip. I don't understand how you can skip this. You, you have got to write out and think about who is the, the person that if you had them in your downline, whoo, shit would be nuts, man. Like, whoa, that would be insane. I want those people. I'm not going after, you know, Joe across the street who's missing a leg and needs to make money. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm going after Oprah. Like, come here, Oprah. Come here, girl. Like you get you get my downline, and then you bring people. They get in your my downline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just but like that's what I would look for. I would I would write out what um what does my product solve for my ideal customer or my dream team? And here's the thing I want you guys to know about about that. And this is something so oh my god, this is gonna set you apart from everybody else if you can just do this one little thing. So. You have to understand that your product solves a problem, right? It absolutely solves a problem. But when it solves one problem, another problem will arise, always. And here's an example. So I'm probably going to come out with um, a free course to help network marketers generate a shitload of leads. Like just, just pound you guys with leads to your face because here's why. Every business needs leads uh, from the Girl Scouts of America to the drug dealers of Cambodia. Every one of them needs leads or else your business will not thrive. You need new customers and you need current customers constantly reordering. Business, baby. And so the only way to do that is getting fresh new leads coming in your pipeline all the time. And so here's what's going to happen. You will say like, okay, now I've got all these leads coming in, Trey. Thank you. But my next problem is what do I do with all these leads coming in? Like, I don't want to blow it. What do I say to them? which means I can now create an additional bonus or offer or thing that will solve that problem. Like, oh, cool, you got all these leads, you don't wanna blow it? Well, cool, get this thing too. It'll also help you uh, be able to talk to them without blowing it, right? It's kinda like this. Here's another example. Let's say I'm selling those DVDs, right? So if I'm in weight loss and I sold fitness DVDs, people would say, great, I now have a workout plan, but what do I eat? And so now here comes in additional offers that they would receive only when they buy through me. So this is what 
would make me stand out over everybody else? Why would they go to Karen or Rick when they just they offer the same exact shit? Karen and Rick, they offer DVDs. Why would they come to me? They come to me because I offer more. You get the DVDs plus these bonuses. And so here's what you'd get. Sorry, Rick and Karen, but this is what you get. When you order the, the fitness DVD through me, I'm actually going to give you a meal guide to show you here's what you eat for breakfast, for snacks, lunch, dinner, and how much water you should be drinking every single day. So boom, complete meal guide. Oh, I'm also going to throw in a grocery list to make your life easy, even easier because I know how much of a pain in the ass it is when you're extremely busy. Just give me the list. I'll go buy it and boom, I just got to come home and put these meals together. So there's another thing you're going to get from me when you order the DVDs, the meal guide and the grocery list. But now, now they get all this food, you got to know how to make it so it's actually tastes good. It doesn't taste like you're eating cardboard. And I want to show you how to meal prep everything so you have a full week of meals. So there you go. You save a bunch more time. And so when you order the DVDs, you're going to get the meal guide, you're going to get the grocery list, but you're also going to get this video tutorial that I put together of how to meal guide, how to set up or prep your your um, your meals entirely. And I'll, I'll, I'll show you how to cook everything, put in these containers. I sped everything up so it just saves you some time. You can learn everything in about 20 minutes. Sounds pretty good. And so that's what you'll get when you buy this DVD from me as well. And then they're probably thinking, well, Trey, okay, I got to confess. I've got the workouts. I've got the meal guide. Thank you. I've got the groceries. Saves me so much time, dude. Thank you. I've got the video uh, meal prep guide thing that you're going to give me. Dude, awesome. But if I have to confess, I get these sweet treat cravings at like at the dark night or middle of the night, and um, I, I t- it totally like throws me all off my, my game. And I'm like, dude, me too, bro. That's why I made you these 20 sweet treat recipes that you're going to get when you also order these DVDs from me today, homie. Right? And they're like, oh, my God. So, guys, if you're picking up what I'm laying down, what you need to do is take all of the bullshit objections and false beliefs that people have, all your prospects that are like, well, I'd like to, but... And then all you need to do is create these little mini bonuses that they will get when they order through you. Now you have what's called an irresistible offer. Okay. So now you have that. You guys are like, holy shit, mind blown, Trey. That's a great idea. I know. That's <laughs> I know. That's what I would do. So here's the third step that I would do. Okay. So I've got that 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 lead magnet thing. Well, if I had this lead magnet where they, they basically, let's say they go to Traber.com, they put in their name and email, they get the free download, whatever it may be. Well, now I've got that free thing on my landing page or on that page. How am I going to drive traffic to it? There's no sense of me having this landing page or this lead magnet, this freemium, if I can't throw traffic at it, right? And listen, if I'm new, network marketing, I might not have any money to do it. So I want to think of free ways to do this and not pay for advertisement. So again, I have got to think about where's my dream team, where's my customer, my ideal customer that I want to work with, where are they hanging out online, what platform, are they listening to podcasts like you, are they reading blogs, are they scrolling Facebook or Instagram, are they looking up how-to videos on YouTube, so what's the platform that I want to be on so that I can create content and get it in front of them, so if you're scrolling on Facebook, I want you to see my content. If you're listening to podcasts, hi, love you, thank you, right? Like you're my idea, like you're just, I want to work with you. Let's just be obvious. Let's be honest here. So what I, what I would do is I would start publishing content three to four times a week consistently to start solving the problems one by one and drawing them towards me. 
Okay, and notice I said consistently, meaning you can't just throw up two weeks of blogs and be like, Trey, you're a lying fuck. <laughs> Why did you lie to me? I wrote two weeks of blogs and no one's coming to me. Or Trey, oh, um, I, I, I started a podcast, spent a bunch of money, and oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> you have to be consistent all the time. You have got to make that platform your bitch. And you've got to be like, okay, if I want to do Instagram, I need to learn every single thing about it or know someone who does that can get my content in front of them, okay? And so the key, you guys have to understand, the key to creating content, it's not having big boobs, nice cleavage, blonde hair, a nice juicy beard or uh, you know, brown eyes or you know, awesome abs. It has nothing to do with that. The things that you need to either do, three things in your, in your content. Number one is you can either educate, you can empower, or you can entertain. Educate just means add value. How can I solve this person's problem? With what? How? Like what are they? What are they struggling with? How can I solve that problem in this five-minute video? In this blog post? In this podcast? Empower. You guys heard some stories of what shit I went through and and how much it sucked and how I just kept going. It was a blessing. So that's an empowering thing for you. Like okay, people go through some shit, but it's a lesson. I can do this. Entertaining. I don't think I'm funny, but. but Maybe I'm, but I've, I've actually, I found a guy today who's hysterical and I'm going to buy whatever he offers because I loved his content, but he drew me in because I thought he was hilarious. So you don't have to be amazing and beautiful. You just have to either educate, empower, or entertain. Anyways, now that they're finding your content, you want to make sure that you're collecting those leads because I don't know, I don't know. I know you're not, you're not like everybody else. You aren't going for just likes and comments you're here to build a business, right? And so one of the things that we're gonna teach you inside of MLM Misfits is how to have a lead capture page and how to capture those leads from people who are consuming your content because here's the thing, if you're just giving awesome content and you're not collecting a lead from it, you're essentially just a dick tease. And here's what I mean, they're finding your content, they like you, they feel like they know you, Offer them a way to take the next step with you, even if it's a small step, like grabbing a free download from you that they can get by putting in their name and email. They get one step closer to you. You now have a lead and a prospect, and the next step is simple. You're just curating that relationship and turning that prospect into a buyer or a teammate. And so how do you do this? Well, they're going to get emails from you, um, or me or you, we'll say you, but they're going to get emails from you where they they feel like you're talking directly to them. I'm talking, look, look, listen to me. I'm talking directly to you, but I'm not trying to sell you on anything. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear me shoving products down your throat. Like, Go buy this, it's two spots left, and being all spamula. I'm here, the only way that I'll tell you about something is if I feel like it's going to serve you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to give you value, help you, give you the tips, give you the shortcuts, give you the secrets. And listen, when you're ready to take the next step with me, you will. Same thing with your prospects. When they are ready to take the next step with you, they will. But you don't have to constantly sifting and sorting and sending out messages to see who actually wants to work with you. Why? How? Because of this. They can always find at the bottom of your emails a work with me link at the bottom of every single email page. And by the way, I want you to know that you're not manually sending out these emails being like, okay, dear Deborah, <laughs> no, you're not doing that. This is all automatic. When someone opts in, it just triggers, boom, email one goes out. 24 hours later, boom, email two goes out and so on and so on. And inside the emails, 
You're building that re- relationship. You're building rapport with, with, they're getting to know you a little bit more. Does that make sense? And so at the bottom of the emails, once they're like, God, I fucking love this dude. Or man, this chick is awesome. There's no pressure, right? At the bottom of those emails, when they see that little work with me form, little work with me link, when they click on it, it brings them to this page and it just says, here, put in your name, your email, you know, your phone number. What's the number one thing that you struggle with? What's the thing that you want to accomplish? What's the thing that you want to get out of whatever, right? Like you're just asking questions because here's the thing. There's no pressure. There's no crazy sales stunts. When they click on the work with me form, that means they're ready to get results because you've been the best fucking mentor that they've meant, that they've gotten to know, and you're going to change their life, plain and simple. And so when they click that link, think about it. They click that link, fill out the form to work with you. That is a hot lead. That is someone that wants to do business with you. And if you've done a great job with your marketing message, they'll know it's not something that's free, that it's going to cost something. The ones who want free, they're not ready yet. They're going to stay in, I want everything for free land. While you're going to be spending your time with those who are ready for, I'm ready to change my life land. So I know what you're thinking right now. Sounds awesome. Probably a little easy for you, Trey, because you have a big following. No, not compared to most people, guys. And and you got to remember, I started with zero customers, zero teammates, zero following, zero experience, just like you. I, you know, let me Google something real quick. I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google town. <laughs> okay. Po- the, I just Googled the population of the town that I grew up in. I grew up in, right? And uh, in 2017, the population was 612 people. Guys, I graduated with 27 people in my high school class. Uh, I went to college. I was known for partying, having fun, playing soccer, and nothing to do with network marketing. I started from scratch just like you. And I followed these three simple steps that I, sh- that I shared with you today. And so I know you're probably thinking, this, Trey, this sounds awesome, dude. Like, wow. And I see other people doing this, but this must take some serious tech skills. Um, it can be. It absolutely can be. It took me a long time to figure everything out. Hours and hours and years of YouTube videos and thousands and thousands of dollars spent. I mean, literally poured thousands of dollars trying to figure this all out over the years, guys. But that's why I created MLM Misfits because I know you. I know your world. I know know that you hate sending prospecting messages. I know that you hate feeling like you have to chase family and friends or people that you have no idea who they are on Facebook and you have to friend request them or spark up a conversation to build a relationship with them. And I know that you hate looking like a billboard on social media with the hopes of getting a, a lucky sale. And I know, like I said, guys, I know what you want. I know you want to create a badass brand. I know you want automated systems that create time in, in your business and in your life. I know you want to work smart. I know, you're, I know that you're smart. I know you're clever and you do not like working hard. You don't mind working hard, but you don't want to hustle 24-7. You want to walk across the stage for recognition. You want to go to convention this year. You want to take a big-ass team picture with your entire downline who's fun, just like you, and you want to finally not be at the same rank that you were at last year because that's how I felt. And so if you want to stop seeing your team volume drop again and again and seeing the cancellations going through, 
again and again. And you want to start seeing momentum and bringing in the bigger leaders who this is more appealing to rather than scripts and here, take this photo. Then I would highly recommend that you follow these three steps. And if you'd rather not spend years trying to figure it out with all the frustrations and the headaches that I had to go through, we'll help you inside of MLM Misfits. So Maria, thank you so much for asking this question. And Misfit, I love you. I hope you guys have a great day. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Listen, it would go a long way if you could just take 10 seconds out of your day and leave me a review. And if you do, I'll actually give you a free training that explains more in depth how I was able to personally recruit over 500 people when I was inside network marketing and doing this without any previous experience or any following whatsoever. So to leave a review and unlock that training, go to marketlikeamisfit.com and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.